Hallelujah. Oh, how I wish you would sing this song till closing. God bless you, glory voices. God has indeed been good to us. He has indeed been faithful. Shall we pray? King of kings, Lord of lords, everlasting Father, mighty God, oh, you've been good to us. Oh, you've been faithful to us. Oh, we are who we are by your grace. We thank you this morning. We thank you that you've given us the opportunity to hear your word. I pray that your word will come in its power to candle our hearts, set us ablaze in this year and the ten years ahead of us of revival. Let the fire of revival fall with your word in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that, oh God, Every chaff in our being will be bent by the power of your word. Every resistance in our whole structure shall be broken because of the hammer effect of your word. I pray that you will grant me utterance to speak your word clearly to your children. That we will engage you and experience your revival in Jesus' name. Amen. This year begins the 10 years of revival declared by the leadership of Assemblies of God Ghana. And the expectation is that within these 10 years, God will bring a revival through us, all local churches, and the revival will affect the entire church of the globe. That the final move of God will come through us. Hallelujah. We read two scriptures. I just pray for grace that we'll be able to do much. But if you are not able to finish the sermon today, we'll continue another time. Joel chapter 2, 28, 29. And we did 2 Timothy 3, 1 to 5. And I would want to read the scripture again. And afterwards, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. 2 Timothy 3, 1, 5, 1 to 5. But mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness but denying its power. 
have nothing to do with such people. I'm speaking to you on the theme. The need for urgent revival. The need for urgent revival. We all live around and we are familiar with the sea. Which is usually living death of all kinds at the seashore. Morning by morning. This routine renews and maintains the sea. Its freshness and its life. So that all fishes, mammals and plants in the sea and at the seashore will be sustained in life. Rivers that are choked with silt or sand and rubbish and are near death are reclaimed or brought back to life by removing the sand and debris so that it can flow freely. And as, as it starts flowing, it's able to generate life and regain its life back. When one goes without food, like we've started the 14-day fast, whether you are breaking at 12 or 2 or 6, you will see that even if you skip a meal and you are not drinking enough water, you see that you start growing weaker. You see that your eyes grow dimmer. You see that the energy in you is reduced. But as soon as water enters the body, as soon as food enters you, you see that your vigor is revived. In the same way, there is the need for the children of God to regularly get rid of behaviors, actions, and inactions. That impede their fellowship with the Holy Spirit, thereby restricting the move of God in their lives. It is in the light of this that, my brothers and sisters, I suggest to you that every child of God seated here needs revival and needs it urgently. Each one of us here, we need revival. And we need it urgently. In fact, we needed the revival yesterday. We need it. It's so urgent to, to have it. It is my earnest prayer that by the time we are done with this message, you will receive your revival. This church, the Glory Youth Church, we will receive our revival. Sakumono, this small town, in this big country, we'll receive our revival. And the fire that will be lit amongst us in this church and in this environment will catch up the entire country and the entire world. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to follow me very closely as we dissect the scripture that we just read. From the Joel text we read, and the Timothy that we read, we can see three things. We can see three reasons why we need revival urgently. We can see three reasons why we need revival urgently. And I want you to follow us when we finish and we launch into prayer. You should know clearly what you are praying about. Hallelujah. I'll go over the three, then I'll take them into detail. Number one, 
when you look at Joel chapter 2, the 28b, God clearly promises that he will pour his spirit on all flesh. And every son, every daughter of our parents shall prophesy. The number one reason why we need revival urgently is that only few young men and women in this church, in our world, are prophesying. Only few of us are prophesying. Only few of us are prophesying. So, we need revival urgently. The purpose of God's outpouring of the Spirit was not for a few to prophesy, but for all to prophesy. And whenever you enter a church and you see that prophecy is given by only a few, then you should know that there's a problem and that there should be a revival, a renewal. Hallelujah. Number two, only few young men see visions in our church today. Only few young men see visions in our church today. Because of that, revival is urgently needed. In verse chapter 2, verse 28, the E said the young men shall see visions. How many of us young men? When was the last time you saw a vision? It is not some young men. All young men. And whenever you have a church that only few young men see vision, we need, that church needs a revival. The young men in that church need revival. Hallelujah. Number three. Some members of the church have become like those we are to shun. So when you look at 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 to 5, some descriptions of some people were given. And the apostle clearly states that for such people, we must not associate with them. Unfortunately, these characteristics and behaviors are found in some in the church. And whenever you find these behaviors among people in a church, then there is an urgent need for revival. Now, before I look into these three reasons closely, or we go into details, I want to, for purposes of emphasis, I want to define the key words, revival and urgent. To revive is to bring back to consciousness or to bring back to life or to bring back the strength of something that has lost its strength. That is revival. Bring back to consciousness, bring back to life, or bring back something that has lost its strength. Bring the strength back. When we say something is urgent, it means that that thing requires immediate action or attention. Church, we, we, we require immediate action and attention about our own revival status. It is urgent. Now, let's go back to the first one. The, re the first reason why we need revival urgently. Only few young men and women are prophesying in this church. 
Only few young men and women. The Bible is clear. God sent forth and poured his spirit. And when the Bible uses a word, you must get it. He said, God didn't sprinkle it. God didn't fetch some of the spirit. He poured absolute, total release of his spirit upon all flesh. And when did it happen? In our days. In fact, the prophet that prophesied about this really wanted to be part, but they, they couldn't. They died before it happened. So, we are privileged to be in a period where the spirit of God has been poured without measure. And God's expectation is that we, the youth church, GYC, everybody here, every young girl, every young man here must prophesy. If it's not happening, we are dying and we need to be brought back to life. We are losing strength and our strength needs to be brought back. We are losing consciousness of our spiritual status and we must be re-conscientized about our spiritual status. Now, when the word prophesy is used in this context by Prophet Joel, the prophecy, this is what it means. A manifestation through your mouth. Either by preaching, declaring things yet to come, or singing under the influence of the Holy Spirit. This is the prophecy. Professing Jesus speaking about what will happen in the future or singing under the influence of the Holy Spirit. So, he said in the last days when he pours the Spirit upon us, every young girl, every young lady, every young boy, every young man, when the Spirit comes upon him or her, will preach the word Tell about the future. Sing under the influence of the Holy Spirit. When these are manifesting in a church, then there's revival in that church. If one, two, three people are manifesting it, that church needs revival urgently. Church, this youth church needs revival. We need revival. Spiritual songs that breaks the yoke. I thank God for the manifestation of the spiritual song glory verses did today. And it must not be today alone. It must be always. God does not intend that we become spiritual today and cannot tomorrow. He wants to sustain because the Holy Spirit is always with us. Spiritual song that breaks yokes, that heals the sick, and that edifies the brokenhearted. Predictions of what is yet to happen in the future. How many of us are doing that? Preaching that breaks the heart of the sinner and converts him 
or her to come to the knowledge of Christ. Preaching that changes the one who has come to Christ to be a better and a mature Christian. When did you preach to a lost soul? When you did, did they repent? When did you preach to your fellow Christians? During the conversation at school, work, or at home? When you did, did they change? Which songs do you sing? Which song do you spend time to listen? Which song do you spend time to project to the world? Did you get those songs by divine inspiration? Which, what inspired the one who sang the song you like? Where have all the, the hymns gone to? Where have all the spiritual songs gone to? When was the last time the Holy Spirit made you sing when you were praying in the morning? We need a revival. One indicator of a church that needs a revival is that the members of the church like uninspired songs than inspired songs. Songs that are not spirit or divinely inspired. They will debate it. They will fight about it. They will insist that is what is right. It is not their fault. Revival is eluding the church. May the Lord help us. May the Lord help us. The world still feels the influence of the great Welsh revival which flamed the and a small country of Wales at the beginning of the 20th century. How did this great revival so now I'll give you when you go home just google the great Welsh revival. There was a revival in Wales at the beginning of the 20th century. Please read about it. How did this great revival that today, after almost 100 years, we are still talking about it. How did it happen? Listen to it carefully. There was a Christian Endeavor meeting that was in progress in a small town in Wales, United Kingdom. When a timid, young, Welsh girl arose in a meeting like we are here. One timid girl just, just got up. She didn't know what to say. She was so nervous that she could only utter a short sentence. What did she say? Oh! I do love Jesus. Then she sat down. That's all that she said. She was trembling. She was shaking. There were big people around. She didn't know what to say. In the meeting, she got up and shouted in her trembling, Oh, I do love Jesus. This is a young girl. Then she sat down. 
the Lord used this earnest testimony of this young girl to fulfill his divine purpose. Spiritual fire came down on that meeting. And all the young people in that meeting were caught up with the fire of revival. It is said that the move of the Holy Spirit after this utterance was like what happened in the day of Pentecost. The Holy Spirit was just moving literally in people. From this small meeting and utterance of this small girl. Then it moved from the individuals, caught the entire church, that group of people. Then it moved into that town. Then the whole of Wales. It didn't stay in Wales. It came across the world. So today, there is no way you will write about revival. You will not write about Welsh, the great Welsh revival. It is my prayer that the next revival coming to Africa will begin from GYC. Today, that the fire of God will catch all of us up. We'll be in flames. Then it will affect Sakumono, affect Accra, affect Ghana, and affect the world. Hallelujah. You may be more bold than that girl in Wales. You can utter a better testimony than that girl in Wales. Until we know that we do not come to church just to do Sunday service and go. So that we will tell people we are Christians. But we are here so that we will be agents of transformation by God. For that to happen, you need a revival. You need a revival. You need a revival. Hallelujah. Oh, how, how I pray that you'll be captured by the Holy Spirit so that your desire to have revival will happen now, 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 not tomorrow. The fire of the Holy Spirit will fall on you. So that you will be part of the great revival. Hallelujah. Now, after the revival had happened in Wales, look, listen to what happened. A newspaper man went down from London. Remember that the United Kingdom, Wales is somewhere. So this newspaper man left London and went to Wales to go and interview people about where the revival had happened. On their arrival in Wales, one of them asked a policeman where the Welsh revival was. Listen. Then the policeman stood up and stood upright and said, he put his hand on his heart and told the newspaper man, Proudly, gentlemen, the Welsh revival is inside this uniform. He had caught the holy fire himself. When the revival comes, it catches the pharmacist. It catches the policeman. It catches the pastor. It catches the doctor. When revival comes, even the people who die in our hospitals reduce. Can you imagine 
a, a doctor who is caught up with the fire of the Holy Ghost in revival. A nurse. When, when she's just administering a, a medication and the hand touches you, you are revived. The sick person is also revived. Oh, I don't, I just pray that your eyes will be open to know what God is about doing. Church, the revival is now. The revival is now. Those of us who have not been able to take part of the last seven days in our prayers, tomorrow, join us here. Revival is by prayer, by prayer, by prayer, and it will break forth. Hallelujah. We are going to pray. I cannot talk about the second and the third. Our time is up. We will continue before the month ends. The second point is that only few young men are seeing visions. The third point is that the behaviors and characteristics of people that the Bible enjoins us to shun, we are seeing those behaviors among some of us in the church. And when that is happening, it means that the church needs revival urgently. Oh, will you be on your feet with me as we take our prayer? Oh, Jehovah. Lift up your voice and speak in the language of the Spirit. Lift up your voice and speak in the language of the Spirit. Lift up your voice and speak in the language of the Spirit. Lift up your voice. 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 Don't look at anybody. Let it be between you and your God. That revival. 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 You need it. Lift up your voice. If you cannot speak in tongues, lift up your voice and thank God for the message. Lift up your voice and thank God for the message. If you have been baptized in the Holy Ghost already, lift up your voice and speak in the language of the Spirit.